When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That one stung a lot. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and Petey, Danielle behind the scenes. Coyotes fall 3-1 to the Carolina Hurricanes to close out a three-game road trip to head into the NHL All-Star break. There's a lot to talk about in this one. But is there, though? Is there? Well... There's a lot on a single subject, I guess. I just, I There's feel, a lot of subjects. Connor Ingram. I feel so badly for Connor Ingram because he deserved better. It's the only reason they were in the game. They got a shot 41 to 12 tonight. Um, I'm Wait sorry. till we get to the numbers, Craig. It, it, it's even worse than that. Like, the, where was their put? Like, you talk about pushback or energy no pushback. or. There was no pushback. You can't talk to me about pushback or effort or anything in that game. They're, the only reason they're like it wasn't embarrassing is because of Connor Ingram. True. 12 shots, 12 shots, and you can say three and four. Carolina played three and four, too. I, I yeah, mean, I'm going to look at the score and say, oh, they had a much better effort. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They got embarrassed on the ice tonight. Their goaltender prevented it from looking embarrassing cosmetically. Yeah, and, and, and they have 11 days off now. 11. 11 days till their next game, and that was what you get for an effort. I, I just, I'm stunned. And it's funny because I was saying early, like in the first period, I was even saying, hey, this is not a bad road game. Like they, they it wasn't a bad road period for them. But, but you can't, you can't continue to just let your goalie hang out there to bail you out again and again and again and again. I mean, for 59 minutes, Connor Ingram was lights out. Like he was lights out out for 59 minutes and there's nothing he can do on that first power play goal. And, and this coyote team generated no offense. They I, like, I don't know if anti rent is, he's probably already in his car on the way home. Like, why would he shower? What would the point be? They had one shot in the third period through what did they finish with one in the third? Yeah. One shot in the third period. One, <laughs> one shots in the third period were 20 to one. Okay. You're not going to win hockey games. And, and here's, here's the reality is that that Carolina team is a really good hockey team. I get that they're a good hockey team. The, the Coyote team that that was that was that's a tough one. That's tough when you know you need to have an effort tonight. And we talked about the leadership of this team. You got to go in that locker room and go, "Hey, we need to have one tonight, guys. It's, it's got to be in this room. It's got to be somebody. Somebody's got to do this for us tonight." There wasn't any like they get the they get the first goal of the game, but really without Connor Ingram, like what did they expect was going to happen? You you can't win without shooting the puck. Like I I don't I I don't know I don't know where the coaches are going to have this long plane ride home. I don't know what you say. I don't. What you do. Are they even I mean, is everybody? Even yeah, I know. 
Like they might be going their separate ways. Uh, it is. It's, it's a, this is tough. This is a tough one to swallow when you needed to see something on this road trip to say, hey, we're still we're still scratching and crawling, uh, clawing. We're still going to be around this playoff chase. We still want to be here. We still want to be a team that thinks they can make a playoff push. And then you come out with three performances like this. This is and, and honestly, this game was right there for him. like after two periods. It's one one like from a point at least. Yeah, that was the part it, that hurt the most was that. I was thinking the fact that they're going to even get to overtime with this performance, they're, Connor Ingram is stealing them a point. And then 35.9 seconds left, they give it up and and then give up another. And at that point, and even with the 35.9, because sometimes you can say that's a lot of time, like not when they had one shot on goal in the third period and it came 19 minutes in, like it was over. And that was the most crushing part was they were within, they were sniffing a point. And this is where details matter, Leah. Yeah. This is where details matter. We're talking about young players in the game, and this is where they're going to learn things. And when you really go back and dissect what happened in that last minute, and it comes down with what Michael Kessering has the puck on his stick with under a minute to go in the Coyote zone. He's got the puck on his stick. He just needs to make a play. He's got to make a play. He's got to make a pass. He's got to put it out into the neutral zone. He's got to bang it off the glass. Whatever it is, he's under pressure, make a play, and he ices the puck. Now, what happens when you ice it? you got to face off in your D zone. You can't make a change. Who's on the ice? you got Gunther on the ice, Cooley on the ice, Kesselring on the ice. Not the three guys you want to have on the ice with 35 seconds left to go in a game, and they throw over the boards. You throw you throw Aho and Natchez. And you got, they won the draw. Like The Coyotes physically win the draw back. But they played it so horribly bad. Gunther doesn't pick his man off the face-off circle, so he gets in clean. He beats Kesselring to the puck, and now Carolina has possession. They go on to score on that play, and it's all because of young, youthful mistakes. Hopefully, they learn from those, and you don't want to have those guys on the ice during those moments. And then to give up another goal 14 seconds later with some of your veterans on the ice is just inexcusable. Inexcusable. You won that draw, too. And, and you look at 15. Uh, Kerfoot wins the draw back between his feet. Well, off the draw. He, he does it, but there's no winger support. Craig and I talk about it all the time. You need five guys on the ace have to help support a face-off win. Yeah, it's not all about the center. Every coach will tell you that a face-off isn't a face-off win isn't just about the center. It's about what happens right after the face-off. And yeah, that was a glaring example of it. Defensive zone face-offs are so important. We saw it right there. Yeah, it, it was a tough night for for them in the in the face-off circle, and we'll get to that soon. Okay, well, unfortunately, let's take a look at the numbers <laughs> presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Um, okay, Coyotes outshot 41 to 12. <clears throat> I'm just going to say that one more time. Coyotes outshot 41 to 12. Hurricanes 1 for 2 on the power play. Coyotes 0 for 1. Face-offs. Carolina, 64%. Coyotes, 36%. Shot attempts. Carolina, 91. Arizona, 29. 91. 91. Do you know Do you know an average, like a good night, you're getting around 60? On a good night, a good night, you're getting around 60. Do you remember that game against New Jersey many years ago where there were like 96 shot attempts and I think <laughs> they lost 2-1? <laughs> 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 96 90? 96. That's, I mean, listen, Carolina has been known for a while as a shot volume team, which Andre Turini says the Coyotes are not. Clearly, they were not a shot yeah, volume tonight, but that's a team that throws a lot of rubber on that they have for, for a long time. But 96 is just that just shows you how one sided this game is. I don't want to hear from anybody that they com they competed tonight. They had a much better effort in this game. The only reason it looks better cosmetically is because of their goaltending. 
And, you know, we try to find bright spots. And, again, you, you, you go to the bright spot of the game, and it, it starts with Logan Cooley and, and Dylan Gunther team up again for another goal. And that's, that's great. And, and Cooley's driving the net, and Gunther throws the puck. Same, almost the same goal they had earlier a couple nights ago. Mm. But, but that's not enough. I mean, where were Schmaltz and Keller? Where, 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 was, was, ever, where was anyone? Where was Where like, was anyone? Where was anyone? And, and you look for those guys, and we talk about leadership. And, and this is one of those games where somebody's got to stand up and go, okay, I'm going to put the team on my back, whether that's with his performance or with his, hey, with his mouth. Like, get guys going. Motivate guys. Do something. Like, leading shots on goal for this team was Keller and Gunther with two. Yeah. And that's your, it's not good enough. I want to bring up something else. We After the first loss of this road trip, we mentioned that, you know, the news that broke and how hard that is to go into a game and block out something like that when you're here and you might be leaving. <clears throat> and I and I still think it is for some guys. It certainly <laughs> can have an impact when you're driving into Joe Lewis Arena for a playoff game and you hear you're moving to Winnipeg. But it's also important to remember there are a bunch of guys on expiring contracts here, so they're not going to be back here next year anyway. So it may be we, we may be offering too much of an excuse in three games into the road trip. I, I don't buy it anymore. You're a professional hockey player. You got to come to play. And wow, what we saw tonight. Sorry, I, I'm just not going to buy any of the oh, this was a better effort narratives. No, it wasn't. Yeah, and you talk about that 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 locker room and the the rumors that they heard when they landed about Salt Lake City in the first game of this trip. That was that's four or five days ago, and by then you would have hoped they've heard something from management, Bill Armstrong, ownership. Some somebody has said something to this team that that helps dissuade some of those you know that pushes those rumors out of the locker room. Like, or so I don't think that's that they're professionals, right? And you still got to right. play. Yeah. yeah, so I, I don't, I don't know if I, I buy that five days in. I, I don't. I, it's just disappointing because I, here's Carolina is a really good hockey team. Let's start with that. They yep. defend extremely well. That's one of the, the hallmarks of this team is how well this team defends, and and they showed it tonight. So let's let's give them kudos and credit for doing that. But then the Coyotes have to find a way. So you got to simplify your game. And I know they say that on TV, simplify the game. So what does it mean offensively? You get the pucks to your defenseman and they shoot the puck. Like you shoot the puck literally from anywhere once you get across that blue line the problem for the coyotes they couldn't even get there like they couldn't get through the neutral zone they just had literally nothing going offensively this is one of their worst offensive games of the entire season like they, they couldn't make a pass they couldn't get talk about getting into the interior you know, your mind they couldn't get across the blue line like this this was so disappointing that there was just nothing there was no there was no bite there was no uh, nothing and, and here's one of those days where you go, gosh, maybe, and I, I'm all against fighting. You know what I've always said about this, but fight somebody, do something, get some energy somewhere from this team. All you did is defend for 60 minutes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's back to the drawing board over the next 11 days, and hopefully they can come in with a fresh perspective because guess what? They play some really, 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 really good hockey teams. Carolina is good, but I mean, we've got Vegas coming in. We've got Colorado coming up early in the second half. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know where this team is going to go. It's really frustrating, and maybe it is just going for the for the last thirty five games. You just go, oh, it's okay. We're young, and we're going to get better, and and everything's fine. And and then we'll take a step forward from last year because we really sucked last year. We really, really sucked the year before that, and this year we don't suck as much. And maybe that's a win. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh I'm boy, just, that's just, tragic. You imagine that as a tagline? We don't suck as much. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I guess like PD, you said yesterday on the show, if the, if they could win a game, it would be this one. It was winnable. And after the first period, you know, they outshoot the Hurricanes. They get out of the first 10 minutes, 0-0, which rarely happens with this team. Right. They end up leaving the period one nothing, which on a road game, you're thinking, okay, like this is it. And then in the second period, Carolina comes in strong. I mean, that was a crazy period outshot the Coyotes 14 to three. And that tends to happen. I feel like when the Coyotes play really good teams, you know, if they have a better first period, the team always comes back stronger, but still they survived that horrible period. Just one, one. And the third period was just unacceptable. The last minute was unacceptable. And we've said it again and again and again, but the man who kept in this one was Connor Ingram. And without a doubt, Connor Ingram has that desert dog in him. There was literally nobody else who could, it could have gone to 38 saves tonight for Connor Ingram um, on 41 shots on goal. So, you know, despite letting in two in the final minute, that was more of a reflection, I think of his team, but he's the desert dog. Yeah. It, he was, he was the best player on the ice for the Coyotes. That wasn't even close. I, I thought the Cooley had glimpses. Cooley had the goal. And I thought there yeah. were a few offensive spurts. And when I say offensive spurts, he had the puck on his stick. I mean, that's how desperate we're getting for offensive kudos. He had the puck on his stick for longer than that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. Let's, let's not blow that up too much. No. You know, I know he had a goal, but the, the puck went off his body. I mean, he just, he went to yeah. the net. So give him credit for that. But it wasn't like it was an, any kind of incredible skill play. Nope. It was being in the right place at the right time. Nope. Well, this uh, this weekend can still be redeemed for people if they're looking to make a change with their bank, perhaps. Um, if you open an account right now, Desert Financial Credit Union, our friend Vagoda in the Discord just opened one. He said he's you know he's learning all about the Craig Morgan Secret Club. Come that on, Vagoda, have. that's huge. Good for Vagoda. I, I, some, someday we'll, we'll get in the, uh, the vault and we'll roll in gold together. Um, it's, it's something that I like to treat new members to. Desert <laughs> <laughs> financial credit union, Arizona is a, a largest, most trusted credit union for more than 84 years. They offer checkings and savings account, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more, everything you can possibly ask for from a bank and this is a great bonus because when you open a free checking account online, you get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And that is a true story as confirmed by Vagoda in our discord today. He got the 200. So this isn't just us saying something. This is true. So if you've been looking for an opportunity to maybe, maybe you don't love your bank, you're looking for a new one, Desert Financial Credit Union, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. And you know what else you won't be disappointed with, Leah? With the official beer sponsor of PHNX, and that's Four Peaks. Sports aren't the same without a Four Peaks in hand. Nothing better on a sunny winter day, which was today, than a cold Four Peaks wild week. It was a beautiful when the sun goes there. down. Yeah. What are you drinking, Pete? This would be a kilt lifter amber Scottish ale. With Four Peaks, America's favorite, America's, it would be America's favorite brewery if you literally could get it everywhere, but it's Arizona's favorite brewery with the beer for any occasion or mood. Hop Knot, IPA, Hazy IPA, Peach, Golden Lager, the list goes on and on and on. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Brew Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. I'm 21. I'm not driving. Thank you, Kilt Lifter. It helps get you through the game. And by the way, I wanted to do a game where I had a kilt lifter after every goal, 
but there wasn't enough scoring. So I just went ahead and, and I, but if you did it after all the goals, you would have been drinking a lot in the final 30 seconds. In the final minute. Yeah. yeah. So I paced it out through, through, through the three periods, which I'm glad Thank you didn't. Cause me. we needed you to, to send those numbers in. Yes. Um, so I that, got <laughs> just tragic. Oh Lord. Um, all right. Victor Soderstrom gets in the game tonight. His first game with the coyotes this season. I know we pretty much just said nobody on the team was good except for Connor Ingram. <laughs> but what did you guys think of Soda tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played 13 minutes. He's not He's not a minus player. He banged a couple of pucks off the boards. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, how do you evaluate players in a game like this? Here's what I want to say like, about Soda, and, and this has been my – my impression of him. I know he's, he's playing well in the AHL. He got a lot of praise from the development staff for how he's made progress, but I just don't think he's a dynamic player. I wonder where he fits. I just wonder where he fits in this organization at his size, not being, he's not, you know, I think, I think some people have this misconception that he's a great skater. He's not, he's an, he's an above average skater. Um, he can move pucks. He might be able to run a second power play. I don't know. I, I need to see more from Victor. And, and tonight, obviously, is not a good judge of anything. It's one game, first of all. So give him uh, some games. And I I do think he's going to be back with the organization because he, he's an RFA and they don't have any defensemen under contract. So he's cost controlled. I think he'll be back. But just waiting, waiting for that. Wow, that's Victor Soderstrom moment. I, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, and I think that's what you want to see from him by this time. In it's been a while since his draft. Like you definitely want to see him now being a, an everyday defenseman on this team. And again, it's just you look for that wow factor. What does he bring that somebody else that isn't already on this roster bring? Is it his offensive upside and his skating? Well, no, they've got that in in Jersey and Mosier. And is it his defending? Well, well, no, he doesn't do that exceptionally well either. So I think he's kind of a tweener, and I think that that's kind of the problem for this organization. Where does he fit in that six? And and right now, clearly he doesn't otherwise he'd be in the roster so he's going to still have to continue to find his way in what separates him from somebody else and, and i don't know if he's found that yet and yeah. and you'd hope by now he would have because he thought he'd be that offensive puck mover and I, he, he's not and so it, he was just okay and that's fine for tonight and a one game sample but he's, he's going to have to show something if he wants to stay here and play more games to the end of the season he's got to show something you got to show hey i deserve to be here and here's why and i, I don't think he did that tonight and it's gonna in my opinion it's gonna have to be on the offensive side of the puck that he's getting absolutely he's gonna really need to show something be, again you mentioned they have sean Dersey already and we know the guys that are in their system but we also know what bill armstrong likes particularly on his blue line he likes size he likes reach Yep. Soderstrom doesn't have that. So I, I wonder, I still wonder about his future. I do think he'll be back next season. I don't think he's going to be assigned to any kind of long-term contract in the off season, but I, I do wonder about his place in this organization, especially when you start looking at some of the prospects they have coming. Yep. Well, the Coyotes, uh, somebody in the chat earlier had said that the Coyote, at least the Coyotes can't lose again in January because it feels like they did a lot of losing this month. 3-9-1 and one is how they end the month of January. Uh, don't play again until February 8th against the Vegas Golden Knights, as we've been saying. 11 days off here, um, and at this point on Saturday, January 27th, the Coyotes find themselves fifth in the wildcard race with 49 points. Uh, Nashville and LA, even with 53 points each so four points out of that spot but st louis has two games in hand on the coyotes and have uh won four straight 
So there's a f- handful of teams who have a few games yet to play. Some teams are going to play till yeah. Wednesday. Um, yeah. The Coyotes, you know, a lot of teams are done after today. Some teams will get the other half of the All-Star break off. This was a crucial month for the Coyotes if they wanted to, you know, kind of establish their footing in this race in the West, which has just been neck and neck. You really can't afford to go on much of a skid like the Coyotes have. Um, And three wins in the month of January is just not really acceptable or going to get it done. Yeah, I want to go back to something that I said previously. And and you mentioned that these teams are going to play more games, a bunch of the teams ahead of them. I mean, this could be a six, eight point deficit for the wild card spot by the time the Coyotes get back on the ice to play the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, we talked a lot about wanting them to play meaningful games. That was the goal at the start of the season for them. Again, I don't know, like if you're eight points out of the uh, wild card spot when you come back from the all-star break, I don't know if you've accomplished your goal. I think staying in it to the all-star break was probably the goal so that you could have that month before the trade deadline where you really are playing in meaningful games. You're getting a sense of your team. If they've they've fallen off the pace by then, I I feel like, I feel like they've almost fallen short of that goal a little bit. You're muted, PD. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> I, I think the problem is 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 how well they started this season. When you look at the first forty games, I think they exceeded expectations, and they did. They were doing so well that now, now the the bar's been set. Like you can beat teams, you can skate well, you should be winning hockey games, and, and for the last fifteen, that's really fallen off. And, and I think that's where the disappointment lies. Is is we've seen this team beat good teams, you've seen this team compete, you've seen this team create offense, and they just haven't done it when it, when it's starting to really ramp up. And 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 I know teams. This is when good teams get better. Mm-hmm. And I think you know out of the shoot, the first twenty games, people don't even know who who's who in the first 20 games. And, and you go watch that year to year. You don't know who you are yet. You can like, look at Edmonton first 20 games. They hadn't figured it out yet. So that's the disappointment is, is the, this team that we thought, and then includes all of us here thought, Oh my gosh, they're look at this team is better than we thought. I, I think this is probably who, who we thought in August. This is probably who we thought they were. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a tough uphill battle until the mathematics is there that you can't make it up into the into across the double line, then then you, you have to have hope. I, I think they have a really big uphill battle because what's going to creep in now after losses like this, the room starts to get a little tense. Like it, the 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 rallying and everybody coming to the rink with a smile and yay, we love everybody. That starts to fade when you lose a lot of hockey games, especially when you lose games like this. Then it becomes more finger pointing and more difficult. And that's my fear. The break might have come at a good time because maybe they can get some of that back. But this could be a really tough, tough go over the last last twenty thirty games. Yeah. And, you know, there's, I'm reading the comments right now, you know, people talking about the different sorts of losses. And and we were saying too, you know, like those, the 6-2 and 6-3 loss are frustrating because they're just such big deficits. And then tonight, okay, maybe it was a smaller deficit, but the way that they lost it, and when you look at the numbers in the game, it's horrible. And then Nick said, imagine if they didn't have a goalie standing on his head night after night. And I think that's kind of the common denominator of the season up until this point is pretty much the nights that either Ingram mostly or Vimelka are unreal. The Coyotes have a chance. And if they're average, like 
there, there's no chance. Um, and that's unfortunate. I think it's, it's a hard thing to come to terms with. And even though we're sitting here, you know, saying the coyotes are within shooting distance of a playoff spot. I don't know if they're a playoff team or deserve to make the playoffs at this point in where they are. And maybe that's okay. But I do agree with Craig's point about, you know, wanting to play meaningful games and hopefully coming out of the all-star break PD, you mentioned this could come at a good time to, to, just everybody walk away. Like sometimes you just need a break from work um, and come back refreshed. And the good news is they'll have it for those guys who are maybe hurt a little bit. They can get some rest and Barrett Hayton is slated to return after the all-star break. And that has been a guy who has been missing significantly for a huge chunk of the season. Yeah. He's still on track to be back. Matt Dumba, I'm, I'm, it, what I've heard is the, the plan is still that Matt Dumba will be back. Um, so they, they, should be, they should be returning to uh, mostly a healthy team at that point. Um, but again, like Petey mentioned as well, the games ramp up now. The good teams ramp up their play. They've got it figured out. Um, so, I mean, we're going to know pretty quickly out of the break whether the Coyotes can somehow hang in around the fringes for, or, or if we're going to see – Bill Armstrong selling off whatever he can at the uh, the trade deadline again, which comes yeah, one month all, return. I want to say Shelby, like I don't think they're giving up. I, I don't see that, and I, and I don't think this is they're a bunch of quitters. I don't see that's what's in their room. I just need I need to see somebody lead this group, and and I talk about Clayton Keller being a leader on this team. I, these are kind of games where you see need to see your leaders step up and do something, and I, I you can't force goals. I get that, but you need to make an unbelievable defensive play. You need to do something that 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 binds people together and helps you get through these times. That's my my concern is I'm not sure where that's coming from going forward over these next few days. And to Craig's point, which is a great point, uh, the trade deadline is coming in a month and, and this team's not adding. You know, we, we've said that from day one, this team is going to add unless there's somebody out there that really is going to be there for the long term in the, you know, in their twenties. And they, I, I just don't see that happening. This is going to be, what can they sell off? But unfortunately, they don't have Gostas Bear. They don't have Bukestead leading the way like he did a year ago. He's been great for this team, but he's not a, a, a guy that they're going, oh, you're going to get a first or a second for Nick Bukestead this year. You're not getting it for Jason Zucker. You're not getting him for Dumba. Like, I think the returns for the free agents that they were hoping to get maybe a second round pick, I, I don't think that's there right now. And, yeah. and so they're going to sell off and they'll, 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 I know he'll take what he can get, but, but it's not. It's not what they were anticipating coming into the season, and this is going to get harder. And this is going to be, for these last 30, 35 games, the goaltending is going to have to be elite because right now they're showing they can't they can't produce the offense that they that they produced earlier in the year and they can't stop teams from exploiting their defense so uh, unfortunately they're going to have to find a way and that's going to have to start at the back end and then somebody somebody's going to have to to jump out and be the offensive leader and i, I don't know who that's going to be Harold said, question please, will pack therapy be available now? Pack therapy is always here, Harold. We try. We try to be pack to provide pack therapy for all losses and negative associated coyotes events, of which there are a few a year. Um, well, the Coyotes are uh, headed into the all-star break. I'm sure a lot of guys are out of town, but maybe some guys decided to stay in the Valley. I mean, there are a few nicer places in the U.S. this time of year than Arizona. And may I recommend to those guys perhaps a little staycation action locally here at Gila River Resorts and Casinos because 
what a place for a staycation. What a place for just a day, a, a weekend day. If you're looking, you know, maybe you have some free nights next week because it's you're not watching hockey. Check out Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They have the the casino floor. They have the sports books, the restaurants, the resorts, all of it. If you've never been to any Gila River Resorts and Casinos location, check it out. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playatgila.com for more details. And also, BetMGM is the official sports book of PHNX. And by the way, tonight before the game started, I hammered the BetMGM Sportsbook app. I had the U of A ASU basketball parlay where I picked U of A to win, ASU to lose. I went with Connor Ingram over 30 saves. <laughs> easy money. I picked the Toronto money line. It's that easy. It's that easy to play at Benji. At bed, Benji. <laughs> Benji. About the fifth, about the fifth four peaks. Uh, another one of our great sponsors. It starts to, the tongue starts to stumble here. Uh, <laughs> bet MGM couldn't be easier. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Sports are more fun when you have some skin in the game. And tomorrow, is the NFL Conference Championship Day. Get in now. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application. For at least $5, you will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to the disclaimer. Problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y for 7369 Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21-plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-91-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Okay, this has been very negative, so I'm going to try and bring the fun for like five minutes so we don't end on a very bad note. It's the All-Star break. It is. 11 days off for the Coyotes. You are a mid-20s millionaire an NHL player with 11 days off. What are you doing and where are you going? Cabo. <laughs> that's so basic. It's, yeah, that's, that's amazing, do, right? It's I'm your not, birthday weekend. Where are you going? They, they go to Cabo. They like Cabo. Craig's okay, good. that's Craig's they. I asked you. Yes. Where am I going? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I want to say, Craig? I'm going to say I want to go to Turks and Caicos. Don't know where it is. You point on a map. Where's Turks and Caicos? I have no idea, but I know cool people go there, so I'm going to go there. Like, is it is it by Florida? Is it in Europe? I don't know where Turks and Caicos is. I don't know. That's, What's that's that? in the Caribbean. That's good enough. So I literally don't know where it is. Not no clue. And, and I have a college degree, but I want to go there. Turks and Caicos. Let's it go back. Look to like it sounds, by the way. Lee, let's go back to Melbourne. That seems very far for 11 sure days. But, you know, fly Qantas in your pajamas, it's not so bad. I know where Leah's spending her all-star break. Mm, working. <laughs> Lucky her. Well, that wasn't part That wasn't part of the hypothetical. I okay. would go maybe Hawaii. From Arizona, it's not too bad to get there. Um, but I'm also with you on the Caribbean, even though... It's like today was a beautiful day in Phoenix. It's been chilly here. It's been rainy a lot. It would be nice to be somewhere that was like 100% warm, like the the crystal blue water. Yeah, the Caribbean sounds nice right now. Okay, do you really want to know? This is like the hypothetical has been fun and all. Oh, where, you would just sit in your where house. Would I, where would I go if I had five days off? You would go to Safeway and your house. Yes. 
clearly <laughs> I would not leave home. I've been on this. I've been on that plane flying home from the Oscar break and I didn't leave home for three days. By the way, these guys will be back on the ice on Sunday. So it's not like, like it's, it's not 11 days. You have 11 days, 11 days till Eight the next days. game, but, but they're going to play on, uh, they'll be on the ice Sunday after the All-Star game. And, and, and that's not going to be a whole lot of fun either, except that Clayton Keller will get an extra day or two, but yeah, they'll get four days of practice. So we have, yeah, I, I would imagine, like, to, to Craig's point, most of the guys will go to Cabo. And a lot of guys used to go to Vegas, but now that Vegas is part of the NHL tour, that it's no longer the the, the destination. I think now you get it two or three or four times a year anyway, playing that Golden Knight. So I would guess there's a lot of guys going to Cabo, well, another place I've never been or will ever be. So it's too far. PD and Cabo, like, if that ever happened, we would need cameras on yeah, you at all times. It's not going to happen. <laughs> It just isn't like I'm not like it, I don't know where people expect me to go. Nope. I don't know you. So you you wouldn't put put on a speedo like Biz? Nope. I might put a speedo on. That's a different story. Like, but buddy, I I don't have a pool, but if I had one, come not to a video of that ever. Nope. That's a, yeah. Nope. It's not nope. good. But but yeah, I don't know. I I'm so much about like chilling at home. Love chilling at home. Love it. I had a wonderful day today in this beautiful sunny day. Loved it. Didn't leave the house. Couldn't have been better. Couldn't have been happier. So no, I'm not going anywhere. Cheers. <laughs> Alrighty, let's take a look at the punch card, which is not looking great. This is wow. the first time this season that the Coyotes have lost three in a row to start a line of the punch card. And I don't really like how the pattern is trending. You know, like you look at the line above it, it was lose, lose, win. This was lose, lose, lose. What's the next line going to be? Lose, 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 lose. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, this is where we are heading into. It's the only offseason. the third time they've lost three games in a row all season. That's and crazy. That, that, it is crazy, and and that I guess that's another step forward you can talk about in the rebuild. That's another thing that they've done well as they haven't gone into those slides that we've seen before you know, over the last two years of PHNX. You've seen those six, seven, eight game losing streaks. You go, oh my god! Unfortunately, this could turn into that, and somebody's going to have to stop the bleeding. And again, it's more self inflicted stuff. You talk about the icing call that leads to a face off loss that leads to the loss of the game. And that's where the details matter. I know it's like, oh, it's icing. It's no big deal. Oh, it, it is a big deal because because it puts your team at a defensive zone faceoff with under a minute to go with the wrong personnel on the ice. You lose. That's what lost the game. And, and so it is those little mistakes. This team cannot make any errors at all, especially when they're not going to provide any offense. Any other thoughts before I'm sorry. we wrap up? We're done already? Well, I going. don't really think there's anything left to say. There really isn't. I just, I, again, it's, this, it's a tough way to go in the all-star break. You don't want to be on a three-game losing streak and play poorly in those three games on the road. And, and again, we're, we're watching those other teams. They have games to play before the break. It's not going to be a four-point deficit when they come back. It's, no, it's going to be bigger. Yeah. Yeah, well, and how do you look Connor Ingram in the face on the plane? Ugh. Like how do you how do you go? Hey, thanks, buddy, for putting out a forty-one save effort, and we did shit for you. Like I, I don't know that that's the hard part for me. Like how do you look him in the locker room? Mm-hmm. And, and they've got to be better for him. Yeah, and that, that's that's where the dis- disappointment comes in. I, I they're going to have to really take a close look in the mirror. And they, I tell you what, when they get back home for those practices, and we've been at the ice den when they've had those kind of practices, I would imagine there's going to they're going to be back to work. Like this, this is not going to be Sunday next Sunday when they get back on the ice and whether it's Sunday or Monday, we'll check the schedule, but it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be, Hey, let's, let's play games out there. It's going to be tough. Like they're, they're going to get whipped back into shape in, in a big hurry. And, and it's a frustrating way to go into the break. And it was so yeah. close. Even if they come with a point after getting outshot 41 to 10, you go, Oh, okay. They got a point. 
and you could but you could have something from it but but this really sucks yeah i feel like this is a challenge for the coaching staff too and we've talked about this before how you know it, it was the honeymoon phase for Andre Chernier in his first two seasons, but he's got to get something from this team when they come out of the all-star break. He's got to get a response. Yeah, and that's where we've said this before about Andre. Like When there was no expectations for two years, yeah, it's, it's easy to make everybody come happy to the rink then because you're going to last. I don't know how many guys are coming back to the room happy on Sunday. I, I just I don't see the smiles on the faces, and we all love it here at Kumbaya Hockey like we, we talked about a year ago because the expectations have changed, and things are different, and this team now needs to expect to win. And they can't win them all, but you've got a, a, a one of those things that, that Andre said, if we're not going to win, you got to compete. And I don't know if this team has been hard to play against. Not on this road trip, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Not on the last homestand where they went one, one and four. They weren't hard to play against. Like You've got to earn your wins against the Coyotes. That, that's the way it should be. You've got to know you played a good team and you snuck out of there and you, you're physically beat up. It was a hard game. I, I, they're not playing like that. They're not. It's easy. It's easy. Come in. If you play 60 minutes against the Coyotes, you're going to win. Play yeah. your style. Stick to your system. Don't make mistakes and play for 60 minutes. You'll beat the Coyotes. That's what I'm telling my my team if I'm in the coach's room. Stick to the game plan. We'll eventually break that that goaltender down, and we're going to win this hockey game, but we just have to play 60 minutes and we'll win. And that's what you're seeing. So, yeah, you're right, Craig. This is going to be interesting to see how they go back to the drawing board over the next few days. And it's we'll see. And uh, you'll see the upcoming schedule. It ain't easy. Well, hopefully this break is a good reset for everybody. Everybody can walk away and mentally refresh and physically rest and and come back ready for a big push. We've seen this Coyotes team, not this Coyotes team, but the Coyotes have a big February before um, and propel them into a run. So never say never. But at this point in time, it just feels very uh, bummer. Yeah. yeah, they got to get on a streak like Edmonton. They got to do that. It doesn't have to be 15. <laughs> 16 straight oh, about to tie the record. The NHL record. It doesn't have to be that, but you got to put a string three, four, five. You put three, three, four, five together, then you're back in it. But, but to get three, four, five, you got to get one. And, and and that's been the difficulty for this team right now. They got to get that first one. They, they When this thing, when the, this starts up again, and we're back in 11 days for the next game, they have to start putting points on the board. That's it. Or we're going to be talking about draft picks again. We might as well start our coverage of the draft right now because I think that's where this is going to go here. If they drop a couple more, we might as well start going, to, oh, who are the top 15 in the draft? Yeah. A couple things I wanted to address that are a little off topic. Um, sorry to bring up the arena again, but a few people have noted you know, that when I, when I tweeted, I don't know where this narrative is coming from that the All-Star break is the deadline for the Coyotes to make an arena announcement. I probably should have worded that better. Um, because clearly we were talking about the all-star break at one point. We were talking about it at the draft when Gary Bettman and Javier Gutierrez said it, and we were talking about it a little bit after that. My frustration, I guess, was that we've been reporting for, I don't know how long now, uh, that it's quarter one, right? It's the end of quarter one is the deadline that we've heard. Like I, I said to you guys in a text message, we, we could probably do a mashup of all the times we've talked about quarter one on our shows. It's happened like at least a dozen times. So it's not like it was a surprise. I, like I said, I wish I had worded that better, but that's that's where it's coming from. I just, are, are you paying attention? <laughs> like if you're if you're paying attention to this story and not just dropping in once in a while, you would have known that it was quarter one and not the All Star break. And then the other thing I want to mention, uh, we got some fun fun guests coming up, and I I hope you guys don't mind me saying it, but 
one of those guests is related to the topic we're, that I'm just talking about. I, you guys are going to be on your own on Monday. That's my birthday. You're going to have the what chaos guys. And I have no idea what you have planned. And quite frankly, I don't care because it's my birthday. <laughs> I don't plan shit. So good luck, Leah. Yeah, I, I, show it, but I, I should have just said, yeah, Leah. Happy birthday, Craig. By the way, we unfortunately won't be in the studio, so I can't bake a cake because, you know, I would have loved to have made you. No, nah, I was making a cake. You're I'm going to make you cake. Myself. My, Heidi asked me yesterday. I said it was Craig's birthday. He goes, do we need to make a cake? I said, no. <laughs> like, no. Wait a minute. Hey, you gave me the pan back clean. We didn't even have to wash it ourselves. So I know. I and Leah, Leah's talking like we could hear her, but we can't. So, you know, you buy a grocery store one and then you take it out of the plastic and you put it on like a platter and you say you made it. I'm wait. I'm wait. Leah, I'm ahead of you. We'll see what happens on Tuesday. We'll see what happens Tuesday if we go to a studio. So, Tuesday, by the way, Tuesday, by the way, Elliot Friedman will join the podcast. I'll just, be, yeah, PD and me because Leah will be. Heading to Toronto. Are you heading that day to Toronto? Yeah, or I fly to, to, is that his first time on dreaded Air Canada? Get on, which is interesting to me. Did you? Ramsey. We've had Jeff Merritt. We haven't had Elion, have we? I, I, no, we have not. This is his first appearance. One, one of the not the Bob Father. So he's not the Bob Father, but he's a kind of a big deal in Canada. I feel like I, we should probably come up with that before because he the Father is it. So Elliot probably deserves a nickname at this point. We'll, we'll come up with one. I have no problem doing that. And you know who's not going to be there when Elliot Friedman's there? Leah Merrill. Leah Merrill. Yeah. I, I, I feel there's a shade of disappointment. Lying, dreaded Air Canada. Well, technically, you might still be in Arizona. Leah may still be in the Valley, actually. <laughs> exactly. She may be still in the Valley. Elliot Friedman on Tuesday. That's fire. What chaos on Monday yeah. on Craig's birthday? It, Elliot Friedman going. on Tuesday. Yeah. Is there more? On Wednesday. And I'm not going to tell you why this first guest is going to be in studio because we're going to tell studio? you about that. Dave Tippett will be in studio on Wednesday, um, and I'm not going to tell you why. You'll find out the following week why Dave Tippett was in. Actually, you'll, you'll start seeing some promos, and you'll understand why later in the week. But Dave Tippett's going to be in studio on Wednesday, and also in studio on – well, actually not sure yet if he's going to be in studio or call But on the show on Wednesday. He will like, be on the show. won't be on the show. Let's clarify that. Dave Tippett yes. will not be on this show. No. Nope. Nope. But he'll be in studio Wednesday, but it won't be on this show. Someone else will be on this show on Wednesday. Former Coyote Dallas Drake is going to join and, us. And for those of you that don't know Dallas Drake, and you have to go way back to the America West Arena days, back when this team was talking, rolling, and Dallas Drake was an absolute beast. Like, but this dude, like, you if he's on the ice, you better have your head up and you better be looking because he's coming. And, and he's he walked that fine line we talked about with O'Brien. Mm -hmm. Man, except he was a really, really good hockey player, too. So Dallas Drake was, I wonder if Dallas Drake could survive in today's game. I don't know. We'll ask him. Yeah, be a good question for him. So I'm excited about that. next week. Not Leah leaving, of course, because that'll be. You talk about what chaos? It, it will be a chaos without Leah in the studio. But we'll we'll try <laughs> and this? Yeah. Are we? Uh, by the way, is there any update? I read the update from our, our GM Saul Bookman that, that there is a rumor that we may be back in studio next week. That it could happen. It could is that happen. True, Leah. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Let's let, let's just work from home on Monday, Leah. Can we can we do that? Everybody, we that agenda. Everybody, just pray for our building's electricity. That's all I gotta say. We do need to be in studio for all that stuff because that's some really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that will be Monday through Friday, live at two p.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel or later on your favorite audio platform. And don't forget about our weekly audio only episodes. Um, you have to be subscribed to our podcast to get those. 
free to subscribe to the podcast. So make sure you do that wherever you listen to the show and make sure you're subscribed to the Page Next Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live and you never miss any of the extra content as well, including what Craig was just alluding to about Dave Tippett. More to come on that. So a lot of exciting stuff ahead. Just to end on a positive note, um, I checked in on the Tucson Roadrunners. They're currently up 3-1 on Ontario in the second period. And with a win tonight, would regain the lead of the Pacific Division in the AHL. So even though it's been a tough go for the Coyotes here, things are going well in Tucson. Um, and they're, they're, they look in good shape to make the playoffs. So hopefully there'll be one playoff team in this organization that we can follow, if not two this off season come april so we shall see anything else you guys all right that's it for me let's get out of here it's been a blast everybody has it i don't know hit the thumbs thumbs button on this video before you head out um and by the way become a diehard there's so much there's so many perks to being a diehard. Craig did a Q&A, a live Q&A during the first period. We do interactive Q&As every single week in Discord. So if you're not a die if you're a diehard not in Discord, make sure you get into the Discord. We also have weekly diehard only content. Craig has diehard only articles. PD does PD's puck talks for diehards only. You get 20% off merch, 20% off on events as well. Just a ton of great perks to becoming a diehard. So Oh, and the Die Hard blog, which I will be utilizing when I'm in yes. Toronto next yes. week. For the Mailbag episode. coming next week, by the way. Mailbag coming next week. So. Cool. So uh, that's it from us. Last post game show for about 12 days. So we all can. Uh, wow. <laughs> you were ready. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty excited about that, actually. <laughs> Yay. Oh, man. At nine o'clock at night. Oh, boy. All right. And everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Craig, happy early birthday. Happy, enjoy happy early birth- happy enjoy your birthday day off. Weekend on monday you. you know if you're scheduling the gift delivery i should probably send you the hours that i'm going to be home so okay i know you got something big planned for me so <laughs> i can't i can't all uh, right thanks so much everybody you can follow us on twitter at craig s morgan at s peter's hockey at leah merrill at abraca danielle and you can follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes enjoy the rest of your weekend everybody and we will see everybody on monday